we have the Ayatollah of Fantasy Rock and Roll with us today, Adam Rank. How are you doing, Rank? look great in person and I uh, just can't wait to next year we, we can pack it full of 25,000. Hey Bob, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. I didn't know it was Ball Guy today. It was being ranked. I mean, how do you lose? This is the Dynasty Vipers Vipercast. And welcome to the Dynasty Vipers Vipercast Afternoon Special. We will be entitling this one, The One with Kyle Yates. Uh, but first, we have some house cleaning. I, I got to get this off my chest right off the get-go here, Major. I heard and I seen that you were on another podcast here the other night. We were on a break. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Kyle, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. Now, I after that intro video, man, I'm ready to run through a brick wall. This that was fantastic, yeah. guys. So, uh, <laughs> now really, really excited to be here with you guys today. Uh, of course, we're we're happy that you're here to spend some time with us, talk a little football, not a whole heck of a lot, but kind of give everyone a little bit of an inside look at who Kyle Yates is and how he's got to where he's gotten with the hard work and stuff he's put into it. So, um. We'll get right into the football talks. We do have to do some football talk. It's kind of, I don't know if it's contractually obligated for it, but I seen that you just released your latest mock draft 6.0. And according to Twitter, there's a lot of problems with this. There's no Davis Mills in the first round of your mock draft. Oh man, uh, today has been interesting on the Twitter sphere. That is for sure. Where we are talking about Davis Mills, the quarterback out of Stanford, potentially being a round one quarterback. Ah, no way, not in my book. Won't stand for it. But uh, no, I'm. I'm. That's that's really good. Mock draft six just went up here recently at Fantasy Pros. Yes, no Davis Mills in the first round. <laughs> that, that's what we call a spoiler alert right now. So if you're looking right, for Davis Mills, right. you will not find him in the six on Fantasy Pros. I know we typically start off with football talk to kick off the show, but I really want to make sure that we start the show off right. So, Kyle, tell us, what Friends character are you? Oh, all right. You guys are bringing out the Friends uh, the friends talk here. I actually legitimately was wearing my like Friends sweatshirt earlier on today. Uh, I took it off. It got a little bit warmer here. Um, what character am I? Man, I think that uh, I've actually never been asked this question. I uh, would probably go with like Chandler but not as funny like Chandler is funny and he knows it I don't think that I would qualify as Joey because I don't eat that much Ross I really don't want to be Ross where divorced three times and like just kind of one of the, you know, those guys you know uh so I'll go with Chandler but definitely I will I'll, I'll say not as funny Chandler's a good choice uh you know what about the rest of the crew tags Harris yeah Pia, Ray Oh my word. Uh well I'll go with I'll go with Dan. I'll go with Dan as Gunther. Uh just because. Uh tags I'll say is is Ross just because. Um Joe, I haven't got a good enough read on Joe yet to be able to say like what character he is in Friends. Man, it's got there's gotta be like some random obscure character that fits Joe. I just can't come up with one off the top of my head. Awesome. Well, I, I don't want to I want to compare him to like the naked guy across the hall. 
lacrosse the right, way there. Right, but... no, let's not let's not do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's pivot a little bit. Uh, Yates, what is like your 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 prep game like your your pre-game like what do you do before each show do you do like the smell the four acting like what what are we doing <laughs> uh no i don't think that there's anything necessarily like it as far as preparation for shows it varies right because like for hosting that's a totally different animal than it is to just be an analyst on the show so uh hosting you got to be a little bit more prepared you got to be a little bit more uh, you know, doing some in-depth research there as far as where you want to take the show and different things like that. An analyst, you really are just going to sit down there and kind of just wing it and go off the top of your head. So as far as, you know, like pregame prep, anything like that, no, don't really have anything. Uh, but it does change depending on whether or not you are the host or whether or not you're the uh, the analyst there. So whether you're a host or an analyst, let's say instead you were a WWE superstar and you had a huge match you're about to go down to the ring and your intro music hits. And that got to be the perfect intro music to introduce you to the audience. What would that song be? Oh, man, you guys are pulling out some great questions that I'm just not prepared for. Um, I think I would go. I So this has some like sentimental value to uh, Danger Zone from Top Gun. That mm. uh, that was a show, a movie that I watched with my dad a lot when I was a kid. So. I'll say danger zone there. That is one where you hear those first, you know, that, that first drop there, uh, you get pretty pumped up there. I feel like that's a pretty good intro song. So is it safe to say that you wouldn't create your own intro song? Cause you're into the danger zone. And I, I was listening to some videos there and you've got a little bit of a talent there with the acoustic guitar, busting out a little bit of uh it's a wonderful life, by the way. Tear jerker song. You did a fantastic job. Would you put like, would you play like, I'll be there for you? Like, would that be something you'd kick in there maybe? Would you even I'm, play it for us right now? Like, you got your guitar kicking around? We got time. I definitely do not have my guitar within reach here. Uh, but no, I'll say as far as if I were to do like a WWE intro and I'd be pulling out the acoustic guitar, man, I feel like that would just disqualify me like right from the get go. Like people would just laugh me right off stage. So WWE intro, probably not acoustic guitars is probably not the way to go. <laughs> well, it's right. like, do you listen to like me kind of tying the two together before your show? Is there like a, a hype song you like kind of listen to like we talked about there was not really much of a prep but is there something that kind of gets you in that mindset going into a show with ray because i imagine going into a show with ray is a little bit different than going to a show with tags and stuff like that um you know what there really isn't i at this point it's kind of because i'm doing so many shows and it just amps or ramps up even more when we get into the nfl season I really am just like sitting down and we're just knocking this show out. So really, as far as a hype song, guys, I really don't have one, unfortunately. <laughs> That's all right. I, I've asked, been asked this question. I've, I've had to sit down and think about it because I don't know what it would be myself. I, I kind of confused when I change it up. I tried to threaten to change it up and talk to James Coe. like, you can't change your theme song. It has to be the one theme <laughs> song. So when, when you hear it, you know what's coming. And, uh, Kind of a confused there for me, so I don't know what I would do, but Return of the Mac neither. for you, Matt. I got you. Return of the Mac. That's your, <laughs> your theme music. So then we're gonna pivot once again, and now we we'll talk a little bit of fantasy football. How did you get involved in fantasy football? Was it fantasy baseball? Like I don't everyone we've talked to, it's kind of been different. They've had a different love coming into it. Baseball's been a common theme coming into it. Maybe baseball was the first love. 
but how did you get involved in fantasy football or fantasy sports in general? Yeah, sure. There's definitely that same theme carries over. Growing up, I was a big hockey fan. So I grew up a diehard Blackhawks fan. Like uh, that was really all that I paid attention to growing up outside Chicago. And I played hockey growing up. And so that was my sport. And then all the way through high school, I mean, I played baseball a little bit in high school and middle school, but never really caught on with football until college. So in 2013 or 2014 is actually when I like remember my first like fantasy football. Maybe I played a league or two in high school or with some buddies, but I never really like paid attention to it. I don't remember it. So, but 2014 or 2013 was when I actually had like my first league where they did an in-person draft. And I remember just like falling in love with it. It was like, this is just fantastic. And of course, still at that point, I had no idea that I would be working in that industry here six years later, seven years later at that point. So uh, re relatively still new to playing fantasy football. But yeah, if we look back, hockey was my first sport. And I, at this point now, I'll catch some games here or there, but really I'm just immersed in football. I try to spend as much time as I can learning about the sport, the in-depth analysis and paying attention to everything where I just don't have the time to pay attention to anything outside of that. So I haven't watched baseball. I haven't watched basketball a ton, but hockey, I'll still try to catch here or there. See, and I love that because I got started, my Twitter actually started as a hockey account. You know, I'm Canadian. I'm a Zamboni driver by trade. I coach multiple hockey teams. I'm about as Canadian as you could possibly get. I even got the lumberjack <laughs> jackets and everything. You name it, I got it. But as I got more and more immersed into fantasy football, I started straying away from hockey in general. I don't watch the same amount of hockey games I once did. It's football or nothing. I'll watch a replay of a football game before I'll watch my own Montreal Canadiens sure. play a game. It's kind of got to that point where if there's something on TV, the Canadians are playing, I'll put it on. But unless the, if there's a recap of a game or something else going on or a good podcast, I may tune into that before I'll tune into the hockey game. So right. I understand exactly where you're coming from. And it's, it's very easy to get way into it. Once you're into it, you're into it when it comes to fantasy football, it seems. That's for sure. Kyle, obviously, a lot of people follow you for fantasy football advice. They love your analysis on rookies and uh, NFL players. But, you know, we all have other things that we like to think that we're experts in. What's something else that, like, if you were going to have a podcast or something like that, what's something else that you would be an expert in that would that might, might surprise people? Yeah, well, actually, I... <laughs> Crazily enough, uh, I had a podcast for photography before I jumped into fantasy football. So I had my own photography and videography company for uh, for a while and ended up hosting a uh, photography. It was called the Photography Together podcast and was hosting nice. that. Did, did a lot of interviews with other uh, photographers in the industry. That was kind of an area where I looked at and said, I've got the passion for podcasting and uh, but there's really not a when you look at podcasts, there really isn't one dedicated to you know, photography as far as in-depth and kind of getting other people's opinions on it and how we can grow together. So really did that for a little bit and then stepped away from all that because I took another job, uh, which gave me more time to focus on fantasy football writing. So uh, that kind of closed the door. And then uh, of course, now the, as they say, the rest is history. But as far as like a pot, something that I would do a podcast on, or I've already done it. And that was photography. Well, nice. I think even taking that photography major, majors photography guy himself, but you've also done a lot of graphics and videos too, uh, like with your church and stuff like that. You're you're a pretty big deal when it came to with the church, getting that videography out there for the youth and stuff like that as well. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was uh, that was my job before I ended up doing the photography company. I was an assistant tech director uh, as a, a part-time position at my church there. And so, yeah, I did a lot of graphic design work to video work, which just set me up perfectly for you know, the photography company. And then later on now, I still get to incorporate those in other ways. And it does still let, allow me to have an appreciation for what the team does here at Fantasy Pros, right? Because we're not the ones that are editing the video we've got and producing the podcast. We've got people that do that. Uh, John and Chris are both our producer and video guys, and they just do a phenomenal job. And it allows me to be able to have like an appreciation and recognition of what it takes to do their job and to do it at such a high level. So yeah, it's uh, it, a very wide range of, you know, background and experiences has only helped me as I move into this, uh, as I moved into this career. Do you still find time to shoot at all? Or? I don't, I've got my, I've literally, I'm looking in my closet, I'm looking right at my Mark three and nice. uh, I have not touched it in over a year. So I've legitimately had the like thought of like, should I sell this thing? Oh no, I shouldn't. But yet I might have to pull the trigger on it soon because I have not touched it in a while. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> so if you weren't doing the fantasy pros thing and you weren't doing some photo shooting, would you get into like maybe toddler yoga? Would that be something you'd be uh, <laughs> kicking around? Um, potentially, you know, that's uh, I'm, I'm a dad of a toddler and, uh, you know, my son is definitely getting to the point now where he I, he's just a handful. He, I love being a dad and uh, the toddler phase is so much fun. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know if toddler yoga would be definitely a, a successful long-term career. I don't know how many people would be paying uh, to have me do that. So I'll just say I'll, I'll do it on the side for fun. Uh, I just got to kick it out. You're like, you're, you're in the video and you're in the yoga. He's in the yoga. He's gone and you're still doing yoga. You're committed to that role. <laughs> I just love that Kyle was like fully expecting to get Rashad Bateman questions and instead he's getting toddler <laughs> yoga. Sure. I mean, this is this is completely different than what I was expecting, but I absolutely love it. Yeah. I mean, toddler yoga would work in LA. I'm in LA. That seems like a there we go. Hollywood thing to like. To that say. does. That does. Have you have you gotten him into football yet? Have you indoctrinated him yet? He, so he, uh, of course I like, I'll sit down on Sundays and, and watch all the games on red zone and try to, you know, make sure that I actually know what I'm talking about, uh, for the upcoming week. And so I'll try to do that and spend the time with the family. So that way I'm at least with them and not just kind of hold up in my office or whatever. And he got to the point last year where he would see it on the TV and then he would see them all start running. And then he would, you know, simultaneously run side to side on the uh, in the room there. So he's figured out that football you run uh, outside of anything, anything outside of that. I don't think he's put it together yet. <laughs> so, yeah, to kind of take it back to football. So football is football's the job, but I'm sure at the core, you're still a fan. So have you have you ever been starstruck on our starstruck on the job? Um, there was a moment, uh, at, well, I mean, so this is a little bit different now with everything going on, uh, with his situation, but, uh, at the, a day or two after I came on board with fantasy pros, now uh, we went down for our company retreat. We're an entirely remote company. So we all gathered together last year in 2020 before the pandemic. And we were in Orlando and I was at the, we were all at the Orlando magic game. They had bought two courtside seats and we were rotating uh, the people, you know, some employees there. So we had two guys that were there for the first quarter. And then uh, myself and a new, another new guy came down for the second quarter on. And as we're sitting there courtside, two rows off, Deshaun Watson comes up and sits in the seat directly in front of me. And so that was like, I am my first, like my first week on the job. 
And now I'm sitting here and I'm talking to Deshaun Watson. That was just like a completely like surreal moment. Like I finished talking to him and I was, my hand was like going like this, you know, I was just like so nervous. Now I think it would be a little bit more relaxed. Like I'm now more comfortable in the position that I'm in, but yet we don't interact a ton with NFL players. So it happens here or there, but yet not to the point where uh, I still wouldn't be like starstruck if I encountered Deshaun Watson again or Tom Brady or, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Like I would still definitely have that type of reaction. Yeah. yeah. Were you uh, were you ever afraid that you would stink on the job? And like, I mean, like literal stink, like have to jump in the shower and maybe like, have you ever have you ever used Charlton Heston's shower? Maybe <laughs> I have not. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was like, I have not. <laughs> uh, let's bring it back to your career a little bit. So what are some of the relationships uh, that you made to help you along your path to get to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. So I think with um, going back to when I started my like Twitter account and that was back in maybe 2018 or 2017, I can't remember, but, and still had a very, very small following. Uh, I remember interacting heavily with Mike Taglier, like tags would interact with me quite a bit and uh, I would ask him questions and he would always be quick to respond and things like that. And so I can point back to and say, Tags definitely at one point. I can look back to um, Kyle Borgagnoni over at the Fantasy Footballers. He's their editor in chief. And he was the one who brought me on board onto the writing staff. That was kind of what gave me my jump to be able to make the jump to Fantasy Pros. So Kyle definitely uh, is one who I attribute a lot of my like just career and where I'm at to. And then, of course, Andy, Mike, and Jason over at the Fantasy Footballers. They've been guys who have, they really, so I encountered fantasy football and it kind of took that love for it a little bit deeper because of their podcast and so being able to start listening to them and being a loyal follower and listen and fan of theirs and then being able to interact with them on a whole other level when i was on the writing staff was just fantastic so i can look back and say those are the names that come off like to the top of my head as far as guys who i can point back to and attribute my you know success quote unquote in this industry to uh, guys who i i owe a lot to it tags his name has come up a lot. It seems like on this show and uh, seems to be just a great guy that is helping a lot of people. And, you know, obviously you're at a position now where I'm sure people come to you for advice and ask you like, Hey, what do I need to do to make it in this industry? And we've gotten a lot of feedback on this show that from people that watch this and take a lot out of listening to guys like you talk. So what, if, if when somebody comes to you and says like, Hey, how do I make it in this industry? What is your typical response? Yeah, I think there it's two sided. One is be yourself, right? Because there are a lot of there are a lot of people who want to be in this industry in some way, shape, or form, and you can bring to the table what only you can bring. So being yourself, being your personality, is huge to be able to kind of separate yourself and give yourself your own voice. But then additionally, it it's going to take hard work. Like you have to put the work in. I get this all the time, where like someone who doesn't have like a profile picture on Twitter, you know, it's just like the little egg or whatever we classify it as. And they like message me and they're like, Hey, is fantasy pros hiring? And, you know, I want to say at that point, like, I don't even respond to him quite frankly, because it's like, you are just immediately assuming that you're going to be hired just because you reached out to us. You know, like the people who put in the work, the people who have the portfolio, the, the experience in both be in divert in being diverse, right. As far as, being able to write, being able to do video, being able to podcast and communicate well and succinctly, like having that all together is going to be what sets you up for success as far as being able to break into this industry. So I think, yeah, being being yourself, 
providing your personality and bringing that to the table, but then also knowing that it's going to take hard work. You're going to have to put the work in and that no one's just going to hand you something in this industry. Great so advice. you talk about the, the diversity between being able to do the writing and the audio and the uh, video, but do you have a preference between which one of those you I'm sorry. I can't, uh, I can't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. That's no, the, it, there, it like was breaking in and out. I did. I just missed the last part of it. Um, just your preference in terms of whether um, audio or video or writing is your favorite to do. Oh, as far as my favorite to do? Um, I think definitely podcasting is is a ton of fun, especially when you can get the right people to be able to do it with. Uh, so I think podcasting is a ton of fun. I enjoy writing, but that's not like my like sweet spot. That's not necessarily what I love to do. And then as far as video, like short, you know, quick hitting uh, forms of video, I've become a lot better at that as I've adjusted to the job here at Fantasy Pros. But I can look back on like my first videos that I did and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. So I think definitely having like an appreciation for that. But as far as if I had to identify one of those main categories, I would probably say podcasting. So short videos like TikTok? Uh, no. So like our, our YouTube where I can give out the advice, uh, TikTok, I have not gotten the hang up. I love TikTok. I will sit on TikTok for hours, uh, mm. and just laugh my head off. But no, as far as the quick hitting videos that, uh, on TikTok, that has not become my specialty. Well, well it's kind of funny because we've sat down, everyone we've spoken to is like, you know what? A group of five on a podcast is good. You kind of bounce each other off Two, you kind of feed off each other. If you do that one-on-one, -on -one, you're breaking down. It's only you and you're looking at the camera and you're trying to give your feedback and it's a different game altogether when it's just you and the camera going at it. It really is. And a lot of people will, you know, just say like, oh, I can do their job. And I, I'm, I kind of had that thought too, when I was, you know, I had 200 followers on Twitter and I would look at someone who was doing fantasy football advice. And I would say like, I can do that. And then you sit down and you actually try to do it and you're like, oh, I can't do this. Uh, this is <laughs> a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. So yeah, once you get, it's all repetition. Once you get into and kind of just get your like it's a it's a muscle that needs to be exercised as long as you can get in there and continue to build it uh it will eventually turn out to be something that you're strong at all right so we got a couple of rapid fire questions for you here real quick sure uh are you a fan of kickers and idp do you play college fantasy football uh fan of kickers no uh i am not to the level of jake seeley uh but no i uh, None of my, I think I was in 12 leagues last year. Uh, none of them had kickers. IDP, I personally have never played in an IDP league. So, and that's not something that I really like plan on doing. Uh, I know that it's got its loyal fans and people swear by it, but that's just personally not something that I'm super interested in. And as far as fantasy college football, I'm in a uh, campus to Canton league. So follow, you know, you draft the players that are coming in, in, uh, in college. And then you have those for your entire, you know, the transition over into the NFL. So I'm in one of those. And that is just an entirely different beast as far as, uh, you know, what from dynasty and everything like that, that is a jump. But as far as a specific college fantasy football, no. Those college and camp, uh, Canton kind of leagues, they kind of make you a better analyst altogether, especially when you start to do your rookie profiles. Cause now you've been looking at these college guys a little bit more than what you normally would be going into your regular draft. So I think that's a fantastic league in general to get into. Uh, redraft or dynasty? Uh, definitely dynasty. Uh, that obviously with the fantasy pros dynasty football podcast, that was kind of something that they created uh, here based on my experience and my background. When I was over at the fantasy footballers, that was my article. I handled their dynasty content and coverage. So uh, that's always just been my kind of thing. I really enjoy scouting players coming out of college and into the NFL. So yeah, definitely. Uh, if I had to pick one or even say like, I can only play this format or this format, 
I'm sending redraft out the window. I'm playing dynasty from here on out. And we know friends is your 101, but office or parks and rec. So I'm actually <laughs> wearing a Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica t-shirt right now. So you would assume it's the office, but I am a big Parks and Rec fan. Parks and Rec fan. I absolutely love that show. Uh, you mentioned like the LA, you know, and toddler yoga or whatever. And I was thinking like, that just makes me think of when uh, Tom and Donna go to LA and they have like the sushi where it's owned by like celebrity sushis or, you know, like the, the sushi that these celebrities had. You know, that's an in-depth reference there for you. But that was like what came to my mind. So I love Parks and Rec. Uh, but that so friends would probably be my one on one right behind it, though. How I met your mother. I am a big how I met your mother. Mm, that is a sleeper, a sleeper pick right there. <laughs> <laughs> definitely took us off there. It's like the guy who doesn't go, you know what? I'm a running back guy. I'm not going to take a wide receiver. And also you take a wide receiver at 102 in your regular startup <laughs> draft. I, I really I really thought you were going with the office there at uh, 102. Um before we get to go where we're going here, one more quick question. You said about making your mark in the industry. Have you talked to Rich or Garrett about uh, royalties for the Dynasty Nerds logo? I know, <laughs> I know that came up here a couple days ago. That did come up. Uh, I did a I did an episode with Garrett Price, who is a good friend of mine, and someone pointed out on their YouTube channel that like literally the Dynasty Nerds logo is like identical to my face with my glasses. So I couldn't oh, see it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it. like yeah, you look at go look at on my Twitter. You can see like I've got the pictures there. It's hilarious. I was like Garrett, what is up with this man? You didn't even you built a, a logo based off my face, and you didn't even tell me. That's funny. I don't know if I'd be flattered or almost offended at that right? point. I'm not right. sure which way that would go. <laughs> right. Um, last question. Any advice for those of us trying to get into pickleball? Pickleball. Um, man, I haven't Do you know the Kyle Yates from Pickleball? Oh, that's why. Okay. I was like, why are you asking me this question? I was like, I don't know what I have on my like profile that would indicate pickleball. No, yes, there is a another Kyle Yates who I think is like the same age as me, uh, mm -hmm. who is like a pickleball like world champion or something like that so uh <laughs> yeah. definitely not to the i've played pickleball but definitely not to the level of where i would be able to hand out any advice to the level of that other kyle yates that's for sure well well kyle it's been a pleasure here i uh, just want to kind of wrap this up tell people where to find you what you're doing next and all that other fun stuff yeah of course thank you so much for having me guys this was a ton of fun definitely different than the other interviews that i've done but i really really loved it uh nice no i've got fan the fantasy pros dynasty football podcast is going on here twice a week is if so if you play dynasty where ray garvin and i are just covering these rookies in depth as we lead up to the nfl draft and then uh we're doing the rookie profiles over on fantasypros.com. So if you ever have a question about what exactly Devontae Smith brings to the table or Dwayne Eskridge or a Rashad Bateman, you know, or any of those players, just head over to fantasypros.com. You're going to be able to find in-depth scouting notes there uh, in a really sleek design. Our graphic design team has just been killing these, these, uh, these rookie profiles. So a ton of information over there, really, really useful for you. Well, Kyle, it's been very great to have you on the show. It's been very useful for all of us, so to speak. Um, Hopefully you come back on here with us again sooner than later. Have another conversation. Have another one of these odd interviews that really has nothing to do with football because I think it gave a nice little look of uh, who you are as a person. Um, metaphorically speaking here, uh, you're like our lobster, so we will have you back anytime. Another friend's <laughs> reference it. dropping. I love it, guys. I love it. Uh, for, for Yates, for Tara, for Major, for Calvin, uh, I'm Matt Dolly. This is Dynasty Vipers Vipercast. And we're gone.
All right.